Oh yeah. <laughs> it's funny watching you on the on the pad. You're like you're just like you like faded out. Like you're just you take it. <laughs> If you guys see Ross's sit right now, he has. What's up, dwellers? <laughs> <laughs> What's that are, from? Are those USA donut socks? Yeah, bro. For my wedding. Okay. I wore them at the wedding. Shout out, Kelsey Joe, my beautiful bride. Yes, USA donut socks. You heard it here. We had donuts at our wedding, and I'm a freaking American through and through, proud. I'm proud to be an American. You know what I saw that was that was that that blew my mind recently about. I'm probably about to get canceled for saying I'm a proud American. That's fine. You they can't. I mean, they can cancel us, but it's okay. The oh, day, they can't. They <laughs> they thought they um they cancel culture. They 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 could they could say they can't, but they won't do anything. But I saw Only a video. Jesus cancels me. I saw a video of. Uh, it was uh, it was gym class in the 1960s, okay. in, like in, in like the American schools. Okay, and every kid in there, like all it was guy gym class, they were all doing like the pegboards. Yeah, like you know how hard those things are. Yeah, the hard. whole class. And now what are they doing? And well, wait, I, it's still it's still going. So they're all doing the pegboards. Oh, okay. They're all doing like the military help each other up over the wall. Okay. Synchronized push-ups, synchronized jumping jacks, two-mile runs to start and end class. Sounds like that's the whole class. Like, it, it, but there's like, there was a video and there was like, eight, there was like a whole acre. There was like 120-some guys. And they were all it's just- a boarding school? Dude, I don't know, but it was literally like gym class in America and- they were literally like all stretching in unison, push-ups in unison, jumping jacks, climbing up ropes, doing obstacle courses. And all these kids are jacked. They're huge. And now? And then they showed a video of today's gym class, and it was soft. just like kids wearing like jeans, like like just walking, like walking laps around the gym because they forgot their tennis shoes. and Kids wearing like tails. And I was just like, what because like this dude just this gym class like they were doing like some american ninja warrior training and they were all and they were all super fit they all had testing that they had to do every week like sorry, yeah. every week, every other week they had to do testing it was insane yeah we're soft in america now these schools everybody just wants to sue everybody that, that was crazy because like me my my little ego that i have i'm like i i could i could hang you know i could, I could hang but sixteen year old me, I could have hang like endurance wise, but like I can't do the pegboard. I couldn't do like you know like could you do the pegboard? I probably could. But I, I was four sport athlete. Yeah, that's true. I could uh, the pegboard was tough, man. I wrestled. I I had to quit wrestling because they made us do the pegboard and and See, that's what I did wrestling. And they, yeah, you guys are we had a rope dude, climb. they're so different. We had rope climb. We had pegboards. Yeah, the rope was a no go. We had um um what is that? Uh, what's it called? Where it's like a pull up, but then you gotta like get it up on the next ledge. The salmon ladder. Yeah, salmon ladder. Yeah, that's American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, we had to do that too. That's fire. Yeah, American Ninja Warriors. Yes. I I destroyed a hand sanitizer on a wall one time because I was mad after practice <laughs> and at my coach. And we got into it, <laughs> so I walked out of practice, and I just and you punched the hand sanitizer, bro. The whole <laughs> thing, 
<laughs> the whole thing just freaking shattered. Bro, what? And hand sanitizer went everywhere. Plastic broke everywhere, bro. Oh my gosh. It was sweet. I felt like, I felt awesome. Not going to lie. I was like, dang, that was actually kind of cool. I was mad, but I was like, dang, that, that was actually kind of dope. That's pretty cool. Just no more hand sanitizer. It's cool. Yeah. So, well, you know, it is what it is. Um, Welcome back to Feed the Sheep, y'all. Yeah, well, sorry. You guys got the uh, good four-minute intro conversation. Yeah, you we, know, it is what it is. Russ and I have to catch up. We don't we don't talk to each other outside of the podcast, so. Yeah, because Cam just doesn't like to hang out. Yeah, I don't, like to, I don't like to hang out. Or He's always with Devin. Him. His house is two minutes down the road from mine. He's always with Devin. And he does he says, he says, hey. What did I say? Hey, Cam says, hey, uh, you know, y'all better start having dinners for me. I'm going to be stopping by. And I said, all right, cool. But ne- I, never, but, never. Yeah, but never, I don't know never. if, like, the dinner will be ready or never I'll just stop, stop by, and, never expect, stops by. and expect dinner never to stops be ready. By. Like, I don't know. Never stops by. Okay. Never. I think you guys can understand where I'm coming from. I just, I don't know if the dinner will be there or if they're, you know. Like I, Dude, I we eat it. We eat it. We eat at six thirty every night. Six thirty. That's an early dinner. My wife and I eat at six thirty. Okay. I mean, I'm not mad at. It. I'm just saying that that's an early dinner. I well, think quit eating at, lunch so late. The average college student, I think, eats dinner at like eight o'clock. Maybe. I don't blame you. Yeah. I ate dinner at like ten when I was in college. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> dining hall closed at ten thirty. I don't know. I think I'm close at 11. But anyway. 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 We're here. We're here. We're here to talk. Um, this is your host, Cam Todd. Yeah, I'm Cam, I'm Cam Todd. That's Ross. Oh, yeah. So That's you, Ross. You guys know. I mean, if you don't know, then then welcome. Yeah, I'm Cam Todd. That's Ross. But we do. <laughs> you can't tell between our voices. We're yeah. brothers. Uh, We're brothers in Christ. Let's talk about, you know. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus and, and how he... I think it's crazy how I had a super humbling experience when teaching Sunday school here at this church. I was hmm. teaching Sunday school. Really? Let's hear about it. Um, and I was going through some. I was By the way, I was told I got nothing but praise about you. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's go. Cool. They were just like, well, he's so natural. Like, he's so good. Dude, Sunday school, you, you put me in front of those kids and we, we do the little. the It's the worship with the dance moves that come with it that gets yeah. me going. There you go. Like, the fact that they have dance moves that go with it. But anyway. So recently, like, you know, like, I think, I think we're going to, let's talk about, let's talk, talk about, about tra- dancing and worship. Well, we're going to talk about trying to figure out the balance between where do we allow Jesus in when it comes to mental health, I think is, is a big thing for where or we're not. Yeah. Where and we're not. I think we can discuss both of those of where and we're not, you know, because I think mental health as, as someone like Hudson, like me, it's just like. I want to take mental health into my own hands because I want to work on it for the betterment of myself, but I also want the Lord to work through me in that and how stressful that can be because I think mental health is a, is a thing that is tough to discuss. I think it, I think it in general. No, that's true. I think it starts though all at the same place, whether you're doing it for yourself or wanting God to move through you at the end of the day, we all have to make a decision of where we're at with our mental health. And we have to be able to tell ourselves I'm not well. Right. And I need help. And admitting that is so tough. Yeah. Like, like admitting that is so tough. But here's the thing. This is one thing I'll say that 
the reason it's hard is because the enemy wants it to be hard. Right. Because he wants it he wants us to hold it in and keep it in the darkness because in the darkness that's where he thrives. But once we open up our mouths and share and and say, "Hey, I need help," and go to our trusted people, we're saying we're taking no, we're not saying. We're taking the authority back. We're saying, "No, I'm speaking this out to bring it to light." Because otherwise, you, Satan, keep having dominion over me in my mind. And instead, I'm going to speak it out to say, you can't have dominion over my mind. And I think I'm I not going to struggle with this alone. Yeah. I'm going to do it with, with trusted believers. And counselor, if you go to a counselor, make sure they're a believer. Right. Shout out Anderson spiritual because I'm just saying counseling, it, it, counseling and Jesus go to like they can go together. They you can, can love Jesus go, and go to counseling, easily, absolutely. But you need a faith based biblical counselor if you're going to a counselor, and that's because the word of God is the ultimate truth, right? And you need to speak that truth and His promises over yourself and. A cool story for me is so recently, you know, and I love this podcast. I can be so vulnerable. So, like, recently, it, within the past 10 days, I have walked away from the football team. I have changed my major. The girl of my dreams told me she didn't want me anymore. So, I'm going through a lot for a 21-year-old. I'm going through a lot for a 21-year-old right now. Um, and uh, also, within those 10 days, I – stop laughing. This is a serious matter. Dude, you're – you're smiling first off. <laughs> okay, well, I can laugh at it now, but I promise I don't laugh at it a lot because that's the thing. He's like, I, and that's what happens. You know, sometimes you put a front on, but I. Okay, I, so quit fronting. And I, and you want to be vulnerable. You want to be I'm, authentic. Let's I'm, go. Quit fronting. I'm about front. to. I'm about to. I'm about to tell you the story about here at Sunday school. So I'm teaching these kids about Saul and Samuel and, you know, um, becoming the king of Israel. And he's like, you have to wait for me seven days, wait seven days to do the sacrifice. And I'm teaching these kids, and there's, like, phrases they have to repeat. And, you know, and one of the phrases is, like, God's timing is greater than ours. And they would repeat it. God's timing is greater than ours. Yeah. And I'm in the midst of teaching. I have There's there's seven, five to seven-year-olds, and they're repeating this back to me, and I'm teaching it to them, and I feel like a phony. I feel so convicted because I'm like, I don't even believe this. Like, I am telling these kids to, hey, say this and believe it when I have struggled myself believing it. And the Lord just kind of humbled me, you know, like in when Luke, it talks about who is the greatest in heaven. It's like the one who humbles himself like a child. I had to humble myself like a child in the midst of that mm-hmm. because from what my heavenly father says is all I need and is greater than I can imagine. And God's timing is greater than mine. And that was so true. And it's just been tough. You know, I, I just started up counseling, which is uh, huge for as what we were just saying, we had to admit there was something wrong because I think as a man, I told Ross last week that I was like, I didn't know I was allowed to talk to people. Um, and this is this pot isn't about, oh, Cameron, we feel so bad for you. This pot is about those who, who maybe struggle with something similar or like, hey, you know, I struggle with some really dark thoughts and I tell myself a lot of bad things and I and I don't really know what's going on, but like it, it kind of eats at me a lot and, and I'm so tired of putting on a front. You know, I, I've been dealing with panic attacks for the past like three and a half years on and off. I know, Ross, that's something you used to deal with all the time. Yeah. And you can only put it off so much. And a lot of us deal with with our look. So, like, my look is, like, I'm the guy that people go to when they can't figure things out because I apparently make it seem like I have things figured out when I don't. And so, to me, admit that I need help, 
I think that that affects how other people see me. But this is how good God is. I had a conversation with one of my great friends from my last school about making decisions and sometimes the selfish decision, like for the betterment of you, might not please everyone. That might not make the ones next to you happy. That might not make the crowd happy. But like if you know in your heart that this is what's best for you and the Lord, make that decision. And we were in Galatians. Mm -hmm. It was in Galatians 6, 9 where it says, uh, do not grow weary of doing good for those who will reap the harvest, right? Or something. It's something along those lines. Like, I'll pull it up and read it for you guys, but I don't, my phone's on the ground right now. I feel like reading it again. Yeah, but you know, it's like, yeah. not grow weary of doing good, you know, for those who do good will reap the harvest. And it's like, just because you do good, like, what, what, what is the context of that? Like, do good for you, do good for you in the kingdom, or do good for others? Because me doing good for others might be against what the kingdom wants. It's because I'm, I'm a people pleaser. I'm trying to please those around me. I'm trying to. Uh, Selfish you know. motive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I, I, I want, I want, I want to do good for for those, but like, well, that's not what the Lord's calling you to do right now. H- how do you do good for you? Mm-hmm. Can you do good for you? Because that's not going to please everyone around you. Yeah, it's good. You know, and and that's the that's the toughest thing, I think, that comes to mentally admitting that you're like, man, I need help, and like, but like, I don't want, and like, you know, the and you'll get told like these things, like that what was going through my head is like, I don't want sympathy. I don't want people to all of a sudden care now that I, now that I'm down. But I'm I'm not a mental. I I and like I wrote these things down and I've talked to my counselor about it. I was like I literally think when people text me that like I'm a mental health patient. I'm not a mental health patient. You know, you know. What I mean, and, but she was like, yeah. But she was like, and here's the funny part is we're so easy to to give grace, but we can or give love, but we cannot receive it for the life of us. Sometimes it's because we are so prideful. We are so prideful, and I, I am eating all the people, all my friends that we've had good, close, like great conversations with, and I've helped them with all the verses that I pulled up and that I've showed them, and I'm like, we have to try to live this as Christians. I'm eating my words because all those verses that I brought up, the Martha and Marys, you know, the 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 woman at the woman at the wells, the you know, the the, the childlike faith who is a grace in heaven. I'm eating those right now in the mm-hmm. season of because I've told people, but I, I'm I'm having struggle living them myself. Yeah. Good, yeah. I think um, what what I've realized though is like <clears throat> we all have different struggles, and we all want to like put on this image so that you know people can see us as strong or whatever. And I used to be that way, but now I, like I look at it and I'm like, my greatest strength is my vulnerability. Yeah, like the reason I believe the reason this campus is growing and my ministry is growing and what the Lord has called me to in the, in the season has grown right. is because of my vulnerability, because of my authenticity. I'm not trying to put on a face and like seem like whatever I am the most vulnerable, vulnerable when I'm on that stage, I'm the most vulnerable when others are listening, not because I need everybody to listen to me or what, but it's to show them like, Hey, I'm the same as you. Like you may call me Pastor Ross, but I'm also human. I have my own weaknesses that that I need sanctification for. I have my own things that I've fallen uh, that, that 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 I need healing from. And it's okay to say that. Like none of us are perfect. Doesn't matter what title we hold. And there's nothing that I can overcome on my own 
I've tried over and over and over and over for years. I've tried to overcome all these things on my own strength, but there's nothing that has actually helped or fixed anything except for me going before the Lord and just surrendering, which is hard because when you surrender, you surrender your control. And a lot of us love control. And we, we, we feel like we have to have control or else things are terrible, which that's not the case. We don't need control. I believe that's a lie. The, the, we, by the fruit of the Spirit, we have self-control. But to control situations around us, we're, we're here to control our, our thoughts and our actions, yeah. But to control the things around us and like control other people, Control, you know, exactly, you know, be so, like, uh, obsessive over certain things in our lives. That's where we're taking, that's where we need it most. That's where we need God most in our lives. The areas of which we, we try to do it all on our own strength. The areas of which we, we just keep going, just hoping one day. We pray, but hope one day, you know, it'll just, it'll be solved. No, faith without works is dead. Right. Like you, you, you can pray all you want. Lord, heal me. Lord, fix me. Lord, I need this. But if you're not changing your habits, it's not going to happen. Faith without works is dead. That is literally scripture. And that's truth. I've, I've told people many times, like, they ask me how I overcame certain things or, or whatever. And I just, I tell them like the Holy Spirit just completely transformed my life. And in that moment, I knew I needed healing. I needed to be, I needed to be healed in all these areas, but it wasn't overnight. Like I had to put in work. I had to quit listening to certain music. Yes. I had to quit watching certain movies and yes. TV shows. I had to quit hanging around Hang with around so many people, people that that like that were not leading, they were leading me astray yeah. like and we we try to trick ourselves by saying by saying, "Yeah, but what would Jesus do? You know, he would come and meet them where they're at and love them." Yeah, he would. Yeah. But he's not going to spend all his time with them. He he spent his time with his disciples. He was mm. discipling people. Yeah. And they spent their time in their small groups. That was a that was a small group, the disciples and Jesus. Like we have to be in community. We have to be in a group. We have to have community in our lives and be in a biblical community at that. Biblical community. Or else we're gonna or else we're just gonna keep being, you know, we're just gonna keep being led astray. And we have to change our habits if we want things to change in our lives. The mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. We have to we have to take steps to change. We can't we can we can no longer just pray and sit by and wait. Right. Because it, it was um one of my coaches my one of my coaches was uh in high school, he told us he was like doing the same thing and expecting different results is called psychotic <laughs> <Isn't that> insanity <laughs> it was like, yeah, insanity? yeah it, it was just like and it was just like 
because yeah. it, it was the same thing. Like the same thing would happen. Like because we were all high school kids, and you know, a lot of us are failing classes, or are not making plays on the field, or not showing up on time. And he's like, "Well, you guys haven't made decided to make a change in anything you're doing. We, you guys, still stay up on the game late. You guys still don't pay attention to class. You're falling asleep, and then it carries over. To, and like, that's so true. It's like, you know, that's that's so true. Is that is that we 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 pray, absolutely pray, pray, pray. But like to take that 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 step of faith to to get out to to step out of the boat and go walk yeah. for Jesus. Go do that, because a lot of us pray for those opportunities." Where it's like, Jesus, you know, I, I I need you. I need to see you, you know, and 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 he'll be there, and the, and then you see the boat, you see the water, you see the waves crashing, and he's like, all right, come on, yeah, you know, you're like, oh, but I I see you're you're right, you're right, absolutely, your prayer worked, your prayer got you there. Now your faith comes into play, to help you, astronomically, you know, and what was that song you were playing earlier about like, what was that? Oh, you needed some. Uh, not by faith, not by power, not by might, not by power. Yeah, by your spirit, God. Mm. Yeah, Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, just called your spirit. Tasha's good, and the one, with the one before about like crazy faith or something like that, or wild faith. Wild, yes, wild faith. That's so like that's so big. Is like we, we, and that's the thing is like I I, <laughs> it's so funny because I literally eat, eat my own, I'm eating my own words. I've told my friends all the time, and I was like. You you need faith because if you knew everything and if you if everything was going for you or or if you just knew everything in general you wouldn't need faith because faith, faith is sometimes at the end of our understanding and it's just like Lord that's where you can take control of all things yeah we need wild faith yes wild faith is so much better than than subpar faith than just getting by faith yes we need wild faith yeah. that means making making dan- having dangerous prayers right. that means. Stepping, that means stepping out out of our comfort zones and believing God's going to provide everything we need. And you know, it's a difference between like your faith. There's faith. faith. There's faith that will help you, and then there's faith that will heal you. Mm. You know, Mm. and and there's so much different. And there's you know, come on, somebody. There's there's faith. There's faith that will deliver you. You know, and then there's faith that will have. That will make you have dominion, and, you know, and, and yeah. there's, it's just like, do you want to be helped or do you want to be healed? Mm. You know what I mean? Come on now. And it's just, it's, Come it's, on it's so cool. It's so cool to, because yes. the Lord will give you the, the, the Lord, listen, the, yes. in the midst of my, in the midst of my struggles that I've been going through, the Lord has answered every single prayer. Because I, I was like, Lord, if, if I'm idolizing it, if it's taking it, if it's taking it away from you, if I'm holding things above you, you know, I was like, I just want you. And I remember the devotional. Just nothing me. else. Nothing else. Come nothing on. Nothing else. Oh, it was. Um, nothing else will do. It was. This was all my devotional. Literally, like the day after I had a huge mental breakdown, and it said self reliance and pride. It says most of the time Christians walk around thinking. We are doing okay with the amount of God that we currently have. We might actually be afraid of more God because he might tear down our self-reliance. And that's Ooh, exactly. Come on now. And he might tear down. The Lord now. tore down my self-reliance on friendships, on relationships, on sports, on my diploma, on financial stability. Because I was scared of more God because a more God means more things have to go away for me to pay attention to him. Come on now. That is so. Let's go, Cam. Like that's Preach like it. so. 
I think that's so Preach big. It up. It's so true. And like in the mid, like you hear songs all the time. It's like it's like the joy of the Lord is my strength. Is like joy you know, of the Lord is my strength. It's because it's so true, and it's like oh, he's my hope. it's such a good it's such a good song. It's like and then uh, the firm foundation. I still got joy in chaos. I got peace that makes no sense. Like I am smiling from ear to ear right now. And I literally just like earlier this morning was so out of it, was crying, was super emotional. But like I have joy and chaos and peace that makes no sense when I speak the the truth that I know is true from the Lord and I speak it over my mind, I speak it over my life and I speak it to others. Yeah. You can share that. And I think yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. With, with, with you sharing and like that's what it is, is like when it comes to carrying each other's burdens or, or iron sharpens iron, it's just like when you speak that to others and, and you begin to to believe it and you begin to know it and like that's that is what the counseling is that is what having a brother is it's not the oh let me just give him pity or oh my gosh there's always something wrong with you like yes he's always having a problem it's like it's not even that but just be an ear you know just be ear because you know what i'm what i'm venting to you might help you but also what i'm venting to you is helping me a lot because i need to maybe say it out to realize what exactly it is that i'm saying what i'm going yeah. through oh it's good that's good. I think something that's hard to do is give praise in the valley. Give praise in our weakness. There's a song that says, I praise you in the valley. Uh, what's the, I praise you in the valley. Uh, I praise when surrounded. Yeah. yeah. Praise, praise the Lord. Oh, Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I won't be quiet. My God is alive. How could I keep it inside? Praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. Yeah, I'll praise in the valley. I'll praise on the mountain. I'll praise when I'm short. I'll praise when I'm doubting. I'll praise when outnumbered. Praise when surrounded. Because praise is the water. My enemy is drowning. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's uh, elevation. Yeah. And I think that's hard for people to remember to praise. Like, it's it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but we have to give praise. Because when we praise, our enemies drown. Mm-hmm. The enemies, the, the, the demonic forces at work to steal, to kill, destroy, they drown in our praise. They like when we suffer. Because we are image bearers and Satan and his minions have one goal that's to steal, to kill, destroy. They prowl around like a roaring lion waiting for something to devour. When we are in our weakness, when we are withholding our pain, our struggle, and trying to fight it all on our own, we are a lone wolf. Uh, we are all alone. Uh, come on. One can send a thousand to flight, but two, yeah. two can send ten thousands to flight. Yes. Come on, guys, this is the word of God that I'm preaching here. It, two can send 10,000 to flight. That's, that's a big increase. We, we, you, can, you, can do a, you can do a little bit on your own, but you could do a whole lot more with another. With, a, with another. When you're alone, and then this is me paraphrase translation here going on, uh, and... When one falls, the other the other holds them up. For it is good. Uh, like we need community. We need people that that in our lives that are gonna 
hold us accountable, that are going to push us, that are going to remind us to give praise. Mm. It's time to it's time to 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 take back your life. It's time to 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 take back a dominion. You're, it's time to take back authority. It's time to take back the 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 hill that Jesus already died on, rose again, and claimed the victory, planted the flag. He already beat it. He Where already beat dog? it. It's dog? not yours to carry. Like, I know that I say that, and, and I'm not trying to shove it off like, you know, your, your mental health battles or your physical health or mental or emotional or right, whatever. Right. I'm not saying that's not real. It is real. It's all spiritual warfare. This is how I define spiritual warfare. Is it a battle? Spiritual warfare. <laughs> that's, so, that's so true. I mean, no, that's so true. I'm not trying to oversimplify it. Like, that's genuinely what I believe. Is it? Is it a battle? Spiritual warfare. There you go. I yeah. mean, that's so, but that's so, that's so true. Cause it's so, that's, it's so simple, but it is so true. Yeah. It's just, I, I, that's how I look at it. And I'm like, yo, this is spiritual warfare. And people are like, you over spiritualizing. No, I'm not. No, that, cause it's, it's, that's just what it is. No, I am, I'm voicing, I'm exposing lies yeah. of the enemy. Yeah. And a lot of times. Cause if it's not that spiritual, then what is it? Right. Then what is it? Oh, it just happens. Just cause. Just because. That, Shut your face. It doesn't happen just because. Yeah. Shut up. Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> but also, shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm serious. It's time to take back our lives. It's time to take back the 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 throne that that of of putting Jesus back on your throne. You don't need to be on the throne. You can't be on your own throne. Jesus, the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, has to be on the throne of your lives. Put him back. Put him back on the throne. Give him the praise he deserves. Give him the glory and the honor that he deserves. And get over yourself. That was a little harsh, but get over yourself. You you, you can't do it on your own. It's time to wake up and realize something has to change. That's all I got for you guys. Long story short... (laughs) Is it a battle? Spiritual warfare. I love that. I love that because I mean, it's so it's so true. I love that because it's so true. But in the fact of of getting over yourself and, and taking that leap of faith, you know, some would say you're crazy. Some would say that doesn't make any sense. But the Bible says you're a fool, and you're a fool for Christ's sake. Man. Yeah, we it's our job to be a fool for Christ's sake. Come on now. We love y'all. Share this with somebody if you know who's struggling. Share this with somebody you know, like, hey, man, hey. You know, it doesn't have to be a guy or a girl. Girl send it to a girl. Guy send it to a guy. Come on now. Hold yourself accountable, man. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Let's get go your get accountability it. people in your life. Let's go get it. Love y'all. We love you. We love you. A fool for Christ's sake. A fool for Christ's sake.